Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about Our Boys, episode 8. It's called Dis- Dis- Defendants 2 and 3. I don't know why I had such a hard time getting that title out. But uh, Defendants 2 and 3. Because you were concentrating on not saying season 1. Yes, I was. <laughs> Uh, also, the jo- things we were joking about right before were still in my head, and I was making sure I did not say anything that sounded remotely like anything that could relate to those things. And no, we'll never tell you what they were. Um, so yeah, this is uh, full spoilers for the episode, of course, as always. And we, do you know, there's a nice little twist? Is I think that we assumed defendants two and three were going to be Yosef and the other kid because we focused on Avishay last episode, mm-hmm. but it's actually Avishay and the other kid because it's the two that can't be named because they're minors. Um, uh, yeah didn't so, expect that so that was a nice that I mean, was a good reveal yeah i mean yeah it's not like a big twist it's just it's a nice little thing oh okay you swerved me a little bit there okay um mm-hmm. i like it I, and I, I mean to the episode's credit we did mostly focus on them we didn't really get to see any of defendant one yosef that's true it's because uh uh avishi is is still rooming with them in like solitude because all the other prisoners want a piece of them so uh, they're off on their own and we get a lot more Hussein in this episode and dealing with it because actually this episode reminds me a lot of episode 6 and what I mean by that is that it ended just as the court case was about to start just in the way that episode 6 ended just as the uh, the reenactment was about to start so it's like it's all build up for the next one it's like mm-hmm. yeah we're getting to the meat so I would expect next episode to largely if not the entire thing be the court like that day in court or the yeah we were speculating last week where the show was going to go for the last three episodes yeah and i don't think we expected it to be all court not all but i mean there's enough build-up i expect nine to pretty much all be court and then 10 can be you know whatever 10 is going to be uh yeah the wrap-up uh not the rap episode as that sounded like when we said it there um what oh you mean like like a musical but it's all rap music the rapping about the events of the, the season like the hip hop the hippie, the hippie to the hip, hip, hop. You don't stop the rocking. No, not like that. The hip <laughs> and the hop. <laughs> I went through a period where I like to... To the ref- bang, bang, boogie, the up jump, the boogie, to the rhythm of the boogity beat. <laughs> I am learning so much about you right now. This episode... Uh, we'll start with, start with Avishi, I suppose, uh, and, and his cell. And his, his buddy there, his, his cousin, is adamant that you know no one wants to help him that simon is, is a liar and he's working everyone's against him and they get into trouble at one point for an attempted escape which is just him looking over over this wall and it's clear there's barbed wire up there and there's like a roof on this like this courtyard area yeah like, there's no way they're going to yeah escape they it's just like, wanted to see yeah so yeah, okay. we're, we're going to punish them we're just going to punish them because uh because of her which is a high escape risk their acronym they call it a her you're a her um which almost feels like a weird sexist insult almost it's like yeah you're a woman you know and also i can't imagine like everyone doesn't try to look over the edge when they go out to that courtyard because there are places you can climb just to take a peek yeah so... I, I would suggest that it's maybe a racist thing but they're in a jewish uh like run prison you know it's the jewish division who run this place so yeah yeah, Who knows? being extra harsh on them. I, yeah, I, so, but he, he, a lawyer comes and sees him. Um, they've they've got a lawyer for him, and the lawyer is very specific. You know, asking about like you know who he's spoken to, what did he say, and he's like, so you know, did you kill someone? And he's like, no, I didn't, I didn't murder anyone. I, I you know I've been charged with murder. What? Because you know, he's going through the charges because he's been charged with because he 
knew about it and he did nothing to stop it so he gets charged with it that's the law and he's like you know what did you say it sounds like no i said that i, I didn't know we were going to kill someone i said it was this it was that and he's like no here's a transcript of something you said to simon and it's you know simon kind of prods him and says you know kidnap and what and he kind of agrees kill and there, everyone everyone around him was trying to make it out like simon was trying to incriminate him like he was trying to trip him up and in a way he was but to me it wasn't malicious to me it was he was just doing his job <laughs> he was just trying yeah, to get he was speak. trying to get an honest answer because aviche had put a wall up i mean literally he had he he took a vow of silence for a while yeah so yeah really interesting scene there's a lot of interesting little scenes in this with people like going through the, the exact terminology of things and that was one of them and he he wants to speak to and they actually send in because they're, they're looking uh, the 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 Jewish division are looking at one point at the uh the social media right now which is like just full of racism and just really extreme statements and they find that that jewish guy that extremist from the first couple of episodes that was the uh the informant and like I, I was expecting a twist at the end of this episode to show us that he was still working for simon or something that they put him in to like try yeah. and get stuff out of them and they may still do that but it didn't come at the end of the episode Mm-hmm. But he goes in, he's in the cell next to him and he ends up talking to him in the courtyard and he, he starts talking about Simon. He's like, oh, I know Simon. Like, oh, hey, uh, did he ever mention anything that could, we could, like, how we could find him? And they get to his brother, who's a rabbi, and uh, we get this scene where these two, like, two of his, you know, this, this Jewish kid's buddies who have a very distinct look to him. They've got the same hat, saw him with the long hair. And mm-hmm. they come and speak to him and they're basically just to tell him like hey your brother did this like your brother simon or something similar because uh because because his brother calls him uh shimon or something to that effect if i'm mispronouncing it uh, there's a h in his name and he, he goes to he goes to simon and says hey i can't believe you did this my own brother you know it's like he's he's being blamed for like prosecuting you know and and, and arresting some jewish people like well, it's not just some Jewish people to his brother, though, because oh, sure, they're yeah. the sons and grandson of, of his the boss. rabbi for the. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it the? It's his boss's kid. Yeah. Temple or. I don't know the. I don't know the, um, the name of the. Or the. Yeah. Congregation. <laughs> yes. Um, no, like it. So so. You know, it's this thing where Simon, you know, he's having dinner with his mother and the door goes and he's just like, shouted that. And I felt bad. I was like, no, he did his job. He did his goddamn job. Like, <laughs> why is everyone... His job is to step aside and look at it from a you know third-party point of view, not get involved personally. Yeah, because he's... And uh, just try to get, get the truth. His mother tries to tell him, oh, you should help these. There's J- J- Jewish people in need. You should help them. And he's like, no, like, like, because cause she's like, oh, but like, yeah. how do you know that he, he murdered someone? He's like, no, he did. He did it. Like... I just know, like I did my job, and I I got the evidence, I got a confession, like I I know. So yeah, it's like everyone's against him, and it's like no, why he did the he's done everything right as far yeah. as we can see. Like it's it's it's, it's very frustrating. They uh, have picked their size, and no people won't move. Yeah, and, and it kind of mirrors what's happening with Hussein for a little bit. We'll get to that later, but it just there's a, there's a parallel at one point uh, with how mm-hmm. Hussein's kind of been treated with everyone around them because he's not towing the company line as it were uh, for his culture and you know it's just an interesting comparison um but yeah so uh, we do get a scene with uh, avishi talking to his parents and we've not seen his parents in a long time and he's on the phone and uh yeah he says at one point i know i ruined your life so i'm sorry and i'm like damn that that, that hits home a little bit because he has like their, their yeah. lives have completely changed because of what he's done yeah that was pretty emotional and his mom 
tells him you're still our son and we still love you. And then his dad's just like, I'm going to need some time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need some time. I'm, I'm not quite feeling it right now. Um, so, no, that, that stuff, really hard-hitting. Uh, and he really wants to speak to Simon, does Avishai, but, uh, and we'll see if we get that, that, that meeting at some point. But one of the things that... That, that, that meeting... Sorry. Oh, meeting. <laughs> uh, but we do get, of course, uh, one of the, the things where uh, the rabbi, um, Ben David, is looking for, like, he, he's kind of being shunned a little bit because uh, he, he's, he feels like he's being looked at whenever he leaves the house. He's not liking being out in public. And he's looking for representation because a lot of lawyers are turning down because, you know, like, these, these people are kind of like enemies of everyone right now um so yeah but he does get this hot shot kind of lawyer this 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 uh experienced guy who's willing to take the case and he's kind of going down the avenue of yosef is insane and cannot be held accountable for his actions and yosef is kind of like almost playing into this even before he talks to him because he's, he's kind of pretending not to remember things well i'm assuming he's pretending i, I see it as pretending but i could be yeah proven wrong yeah. and i mean he, we've seen him throughout this whole journey even though he is a bit of a nutcase but it's all just uh, like a. It's all like he seems perfectly sane. It's not like an insane thing. It's just that he's he's radicalized. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the scene we have to talk about is where they go to the therapist, and yeah. the lawyer comes along and they're asking questions, and he's like, "This hey, was really, really." tense and yeah. really well done Th this was upsetting to have to like sit through this because the lawyers yeah. like actually like hey, you may be asked to testify you'll be asked to give some evidence here just now in a statement and you may have to testify at some point um so i'm going to ask you some questions and he's like hey so he's on this medication he's on this and you've you know mentioned that he's he's uh like got got these insane thoughts i think or i can't remember the exact phrasing but it was like insane tendencies or thoughts um as opposed to actually yeah. being insane and She's like, and she she stops talking to the lawyer. She's like, no, Rabbi, listen to me. I, I need you to understand something. Mm -hmm. There's having thoughts like this. There's having extreme notions and tendencies. But there's a difference between having those thoughts and still being in control and being clinically psychotic where you are no longer in control. And trust me, your son was in control of his actions. So she makes it abundantly clear where she stands on this. And the lawyer yeah. almost tries to threaten her. But like, hey, you know, you said he wasn't insane. Then he went and killed someone. Like... You you may even get you lose your practice. No, I think it was more like, hey, you you mentioned that he was had these kind of thoughts, and you and he killed somebody, mm. so that could be malpractice. Yeah, in but some it, parts of the world or whatever that would be considered general malpractice, he's, he's, and you can lose your license, kind of a deal. He's trying to intimidate her into like just going along with what his line is, what his logic is for this case, what his argument is going to be, and credit to her she sits there and she like holds the right line and just does not give in she's like no this is not what you know i diagnosed him correctly i know how i diagnosed him and me saying this you know or her saying this is saying that no it's not that it's not me saying that he was like he was clearly capable of this but being capable of this does not mean you're actually psychotic he's still in control of what he was doing and it's an interesting scene because it's it sort of uh parallels what she thought of Simon and why she didn't want to talk to him because he can mm. just cherry pick what he wants. And she even brings it up again in this scene where she's like, cops, right? You know, they're going to write down whatever they they want it, and not the, it, they won't grasp the full 
psychological it exam. Further, it kind of further for us proves that Simon was doing things in a very level-headed manner. Like, he wasn't doing that. He was, like, trying his best to, like... Yeah, because here's an example of what that yeah. actually looks like. And what's interesting is that she ends up, like, pleading to, to, to the rabbi, like, hey, you have to understand that if you go down this path, you're essentially taking any defense that your grandkids have because they were like mm-hmm. brought into this by him. And if he's deemed psychotic, then they can't say that they were coerced in the same way that they could have before. But if they, you know, if, if, if Avishay's defense is going to be that he was dragged into this, and she kind of believes that, she even kind of implies as such in this this little speech. Yeah. Um, if you believe that, then if he's deemed a psychotic, he can't necessarily say that he, right. he, he was dragged he into it the same way. Saving your son, but you are dooming your grandkids. Yeah and i think that gets to him you know the look in his face at the end of the scene when she says that he can't even he doesn't speak he doesn't even look at her mm. during this it's all uh the lawyer who's doing the talking for him yeah it's a it's a very powerful scene i think this episode's a solid episode but it's is very highlighted by two or three very great scenes that are within i the think this, episode. yeah that scene was probably my favorite in i mean there there are more emotional scenes but the tension in it was just like oh like you just you felt the frustration and you felt for her because you know she's mm-hmm. been trying to do the right thing for these last few episodes that we've met her but of course yeah. one of our, our favorite elements of this show since the start has been hussein and the way yeah. he's processing things and we get a lot of hussein in this episode we get him uh you know being called in because you know i think at the start they're at the the the, the actual crime scene and they're being interviewed and by the media and you know uh, uh, the wife is just not like does not want to do this she does not want to be in the public eye she does not want to be you know anywhere near this and he's like no we have to um i don't like doing it either but we have to and they get called in uh, by the prosecutor who's like hey i want to read you the charges before court i want you to hear this you know for me in a private setting where you can process this and we can go through it at your pace kind of thing and he's right because like, he he sort of reiterates that they're going to hear this a lot yeah. so this is a good preparation like if you're going to have an emotional reaction, you know, that was the where yeah. maybe you'll get angry, you know, you'll, you can do it now instead of in court. <laughs> you have to be used to hearing this, yeah, before yeah. before we, you're in front of everyone. And on the build-up here, you know, his, uh, his other son, uh, Elad, if I'm pronouncing that right, um, like, you know, he's he's been a bit more extreme and, you know, Hussein's noticing this, he's saying, oh, what's with him? The way he's speaking, he sounds like, you know, I think it's his uncle. He sounds just like him and you know she's you know sue, sue has an adamant that she's not going to go to court she doesn't want to be a part of this and mm-hmm. you know she, she's and he, he sits down and helps her you know folding the laundry whatever she's doing and eventually they get onto the topic of uh like you know what's up with the son and she's like he's got so he's got something that's a burden to him that he's, he's holding in that he's not told you and he's really terrified about you finding out so promise me you won't tell him and she makes him like promise like three or four times like she really makes it clear like you know swearing that the, the you know the soul of her dead son and he's like i don't have to swear anything i you know tell me um but i, I took that more as more of as like i'm not going to like bring her dead son into this <laughs> but I'm, I'm promising i won't bring it up um kind of thing yeah i i don't know i i kind of interpret it as he still has a window if it's bad enough. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if it's bad enough, and it's you know, it's, it's, it's obviously we knew that he'd broken the the tool, the machine that he thought in Muhammad had broken that day, and yeah. he looks a little bit upset. But you know, it's, she 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 kind of hogs the conversation at this point and doesn't let him, you know, get get any further uh, into into his thought process essentially. Right, uh, and she's also got his um, Muhammad's phone, and she's been texting 
or watching the videos of the, 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 the girl that did the dancing that he was going to go see and then later mm-hmm. texts him texts her sorry and says could you tell me you know, you're, you're, I'm, I'm Muhammad's mother I want to know who you are and why you were in his life kind of thing and she's not responding as of yet yeah but, I think it's I think it's more just a mother who's desperate to know more about her son because exactly, she's found yeah. I think it's, something uh, about him that she didn't know existed she wants to know more about who her son was and this is someone that yeah. she didn't even have a clue was in his life but clearly is important to him yeah so now all this stuff is really good stuff and then there's a great scene um where he's in like a meeting and this is where i was really getting the parallels with how simon was being treated where everyone's like no you can't go to this court case this is this 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 trial it's a sham they're all against us and it was kind of a sweet moment because uh elad um has his son who has been very kind of like with the angry mob since like episode two, like since this all started, he's been very much on the angry side and he sticks up for his yeah. dad. And it's kind of a sweet moment because he, he steps in and says, Hey, no, this is his choice. This is for him to decide. And also like, this is, this is for us to show that we do exist and that we are part of this, this country and this community. And mm-hmm. if, you know, if he doesn't go, we're just, you know, we're, we're, we're absent, you know, and, like we have to prove that we are part of this kind of thing, and he sticks right. up for his dad. It's a really I mean, sweet his moment. attorney is is telling him you have to be there because the world has to see the parents of the victim. Mm. You guys are the emotion, though, which the is why the the prosecutor says that you know Suha the wife has to be there, and she's yeah. adamant she's not, and maybe she'll make like a run. And obviously, we'll talk about the scene where they're in the prosecutor's office because that's a big scene in this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just kind of getting around the other stuff because. Uh, that's was a really sweet moment as is the moment afterwards where he is like taking apart the machine and his son's like well, what are you doing he's like you you got this because it makes more money than the job we're supposed to do which is they're electricians but they do this like an extra thing uh, this cutting yeah. concrete and he's like no the, the, no money in the world means more to me than you and he's he, it's like he never says that he knew he broke it it's just he, he says everything he needs to with this gesture of like no this machine doesn't mean anything to me you do yeah and it's a, it's a great moment. Um, and even yeah, I mean, for someone who's lost a son yeah. in a, such a horrible way and has been dealing with so much trauma, like, yeah, it, it's something I think we needed to see also is him just remembering he has another son who is going through a lot right now too. Yeah, and it was the right amount of time where he obviously yeah. his mind is focused on the one who died for so long. It was the right, right amount of time to give us a sweet moment before the trial kind of becomes... And it's worth mentioning in that meeting scene with the others, uh, they do speculate, hey, what if they try and claim they're insane? Because they bring up another case. And it's like, so that is a concern that even they have, that they'll try yeah. and wriggle their way out of it with this. So, no, that was really good. So, this, yeah, the scene where they go to the prosecutor to hear the, the charges and the, the entire statement is gut-wrenching in multiple ways because Suha doesn't speak uh, Hebrew uh, and Muhammad has to translate for every you know couple of lines. And oh, you mean Hussein? Hussein, sorry, yeah, Hussein, sorry. Um, and he's trying to translate every couple of uh, every couple of lines. And obviously we cut away, we don't have to hear the whole story because we've heard, you know, we know what happened. But, you know, it starts yeah. off and he's very clear, he's like, hey, and this is where we hear the defendant thing where he's like, yeah, so we have defendants like one, two, and three. And... What I like about this is Hussein jumps in and says, oh, why, why are you saying numbers one, two, and three? Why not just give me their names? And he explains, oh, because two of them are minors and by law we can't. And Hussein doesn't, like, get angry after that. He actually sort of, like, essentially, he seems to accept it and accepts that that's, yeah. you know, like, okay, they're young, we're not going to hear them, um, and explains that to his wife. I like that. Again, it showed, showed that Hussein yeah. was kind of level-headed. It's true, yeah. He's, uh, he, he gets it, and it, it's not... 
at first he he kind of gets defensive about it or aggress even a bit aggressive like why are you not giving me their names like are you protecting them and and and, is, then and is this because the, the answer is yes but not for the reasons you think yeah but what i like about it is that it's like well how much grief did he go through when everyone found out it was his son who was the victim yeah like he yeah. understands like this is going to put other people through misery if they yeah. if their names get out so it makes complete sense uh in the right. moment for me for Hussein to react this way and he's like this is going to be in great detail it's going to be this that blah blah um so we come back to them after we've been away to other scenes and they're at the, the point where muhammad's in the car and being strangled and hussein's translating this and the moment in this scene that i loved because of how well it was done but obviously felt the gut punch emotionally is when suha asks if he was alive when he was burned was he burned alive did he suffer and hussein like oh, so here's that question and then waits for the next details and the the prosecutor describes him being pulled out the car and then at the end of the sentence says and he was wheezing you know proving that he was still alive at this point and he doesn't translate because 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 the prosecutor stops and says you know you're going to translate that's like not yet and he's like he's not wanting to you know confirm that he was alive he's waiting to know for yeah. sure was he alive because he doesn't want to tell his wife know that he was alive when he was burned alive and there is a little bit of a silver lining and the prosecutor says he was lately unconscious and didn't feel it he lately he lately didn't suffer because there was there was like soot in his lungs so he so was definitely he was alive definitely still breathing but he didn't move around at all so he probably was unconscious but yeah. there's, a, there's a whole period because this is something they never quite confirmed for us we heard speculation back in like episode two and three you know about like the, you know how did he die was he alive when he was burned but they never actually told us outright no we knew that he had uh twist ties around his hands yeah so there's thought well maybe they were tying him down so that's why he couldn't move so it, but we know he just had him tied up while he was in the car yeah but as, as much as we we saw a lot of it there is that one detail we weren't quite sure of so i thought maybe oh maybe we'll find out he died when they got because they beat him before they burned him you know when he gets out of the car they beat him with the crowbar or whatever it is and i thought oh, maybe that's the moment where he actually passes away maybe that's the moment where he dies and but no so but what i like is that even though we've had so much like detail and we saw all the stuff last episode there's still a little bit here where we're on the edge of our seat with uh, hussein to yeah. find out whether or not his son was burned alive so that was a really neat little touch uh, i thought yeah yeah that was uh that was rough <laughs> and, and seeing him having to then like reiterate this like as best as he could to his wife also mm -hmm. was like because this is, this is this double-edged thing for him where he's both receiving this horrible news and then has to deliver it as well within seconds it has to translate it yeah, yeah. so it's an instant it's an instant in a way where he where it's yeah. not just translating the words but translating it in a way that won't upset her too much and how do you sugarcoat it yeah you can't like like they're going to hear it in court you know they, they, i mean right which is the word that she recognizes and freaks out over yeah so no fantastic scene and the episode you know ends with hussein like we see like yosef and the others like being brought into the court you know the the, the, the teenagers are hiding their faces with their shirts and i hate this scene they're, they're being brought in and yosef is you know intentionally looking kind of like dead-eyed like he's not there like whether this is an yeah, act or not he's shouting out i am the messiah yeah to sound like a crazy he's man really playing the crazy card yeah and and you hate him so much for it and when hussein goes in you know uh, elad like decides because <laughs> you know sue has stayed home she's trying to text the uh the girl and 
he, you know, Eli doesn't want to go in. He said, I'm going to stay out here with the protesters because there's protesters outside uh, and obviously in favor of, of, their, mm-hmm. of, of Muhammad. And he's got some signs and some posters and he's going to stay out. But it, you know, it feels like a touching kind of like, okay, good luck kind of moment. It's not like a, a mean thing. Hussein understands and says, okay, um, I'll go right. in my, by myself. He's not going to go out there and start swinging yeah. fist again. And he comes in, he has to say to the prosecutor, look, she's not coming. Um, and the prosecutor doesn't like reiterate how important she's there because he's already done that. He just says, "Okay, yeah, let's go, let's go do it then. Let's let's do the best we can." And you know, so we end the episode where Hussein's sitting there and he sees Yosef and the kids come in, and it ends, you know, like with us ready to start this. Like, so it's a great cliffhanger. It's a great moment because it's like, okay, this is all going to come out that everyone's in the same room. He's in the room yeah. with the, the 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 perpetrators. And man. I feel like seeing Hussein's reaction to their statements, to the way they, they talk to everyone when they're on the stand and things like that is going to be, like, potentially the best episode. Like, I'm, I'm not going to get my hopes too high, but potentially this could be the best episode. Potentially. Yes, Our Boys was good. Uh, great even. So, uh, by all means, let us know what you thought of the episode yeah. in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all the usual things. Get us on the Twitters, at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show, you can do that by rating the audio version of the podcast uh, over at Apple Podcasts, wherever. Give us five stars, lets more people find us, that kind of thing. Uh, you can, of course, support us financially. Tara, how can they do that? You can check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash TV And donations, as little as a dollar per month, gets you bonus episodes of shows we do like the ace the atomic cinema experiment which is our science fiction movie podcast you can get bonus episodes of time cop leviathan um other ones i can't remember robo vampire yes these are episodes these are the bonus episodes of the ace of the movies we reviewed not separate bonus episodes of because the way you said that you said bonus episodes of time cop as if we've got a series of time cop (laughs) oh no Definitely not that. Just want to make that clear. Just want to make that clear. I apologize for misleading, um, but you can't have your dollar back. Thank you. Yes, yes, thank you for your dollar. Uh, so yeah, you can go to Patreon. Um, you can do that. Um, and actually, one thing I'll just I'll briefly mention in here is that if you're a fan of horror movies, we're about to hit October, and for October, our horror movie podcast screams after midnight that I do with Tim. We do a marathon. We do the October Thon, which lasts all month. This year, we are going to try and hit have an episode for every single day. That's thirty-one episodes over 31 days it's oh insane my god that's impossible <laughs> just you watch baby anyway so <laughs> one of the things we're doing for it is that we're doing a top 50 horror movies list as voted for by our community so if you want if you like horror movies you might be a part of that you can send in your top 25 or top 50 horror movies uh, ranked and numbered in order because number one gets a lot of points and number two gets slightly less and so on and so on uh, you can send your list to mftvquestions at gmail.com and that's your top 25 or top 50 horror movies and there'll be a results show at the end of October uh, with me and Tim going through that list. In fact, you're going to see a similar thing soon with me and Tara so, uh, because we did a vote recently for just top uh, 50 regular movies. So, um, But yeah, uh, so go, go and keep that in mind. The deadline's the 20th of October and look forward to all the extra horror movie reviews that you're going to get over the month. Uh, that's Streams After Midnight. Go check that out. That has been... Uh, a review of our boys episode 8 thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla